This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, host Jason Glick. This is John. How are you doing? I'm good, John. Yourself? I'm not too bad. Sweet. What do you have in store for us tonight? Okay, well, tonight's my talk about the series I've been reading um, at Image for a very long time, actually. Well, very long time being like um, six years or so. And that would be um, Chew by John Lehman and Rob Guillory. This is a series that kind of started, that kind of heralded the um, new um, golden age of Image. Basically, this is like the series that lets you know that, hey, you know, like a new like um, Image title. It's like, this is something that, that you should... Um, really give them serious consideration to because it might turn out to be something really imaginative and also just like really spectacularly fucked up as well but in a very good way too because Chu is about the story of um it's like of like of tony Chu. it's like a uh it's like a it's like he is a um he he, he works like when he starts off in the series he's working he works with the police it's like in a uh in a world where um the bird flu killed off over a hundred million people worldwide. And as a result, um, all poultry products were outlawed. So, so now it's like they're like people are being like, um, like chick, like, um, chicken is illegal. It's like, and, um, and like Antoni is like one of the guys who's tasked with, um, policing, um, these, these people to make sure like, no, that, um, it's not being sold, like, um, sold or whatnot. But the thing is like, Tony also has another, has a special ability. He's what's called a sebopath. Basically, he's someone who can get psychic impressions from the um, food he eats. So if he eats, so if he eats a hamburger, he will see how the uh, how the lettuce was grown, how the um, bread was cultivated, and how the um, meat that made the went to the burger was slaughtered along the way. The only thing he doesn't get an impression of um, is beets. Why? Uh, why not? Pork is if you've had beets, then you know that they're just like you're fucking terrible. So it's never explained why, but you know, just the fact that, you know, Hey, it's like, it's like, you know, beets are the only thing or is one weakness because, you know, fuck beets anyway. But, um, after, um, he, um, like in the, uh, in, like in the first issue, um, Tony, um, like, um, find, gets an impression from a, uh, it's like a second impression from this some um, chicken soup he eats at a um, illegal chicken joint. Um, that um, a serial killer has been has been um, cooking the meals there, and well, he finds and after he um, takes catches up with the killer, the killer slashes his throat. And Tony, in order to find out just you know what happened to all the other people that the guy killed, well, guy starts eating his face. While this gets him um, kicked off the force, it does get him recruited by um, an agent of the FDA. Now one of the most powerful law enforcement agencies on the planet, um, and and it's one of its key agents, Mason Savoy, a fellow sebopath who also has um has some um, sebopathic abilities, though not to Tony's extent. Now, the series um basically follows um like follows Tony's um exploits for the FDA, working under his um his direct the director Mike his director Mike Appleby, who fucking hates him for reasons that are never explained. Um, He's falling out with Savoy after he finds out that Savoy, who um, whose wife died as a result of the um, like of the uh, um, bird flu, um, like killed the man in order to find out you know just part of the truth behind the uh, like the cover up. Because while it's well, like the official reason is that the bird flu was a result of these deaths. There's like um, Savoy has found evidence that you know that might not be the entire truth. 
and you know things are crazier from there from the reveal of um, other um people characters with psychopathic abilities or, or um, food related abilities such as um, amelia mintz a uh, like a food critic who um has the ability to write write about food in such detail that it gives you the psychic impression of like of how it tastes it's like another guy can give you the um it's like can give give you the immediate breakdown for how what goes into a into food it's like or guy who can um, make um it's like who can give you um who can give you orders to kill it's like based on the foam he um puts into your latte or the nice kindly old lady who can hypnotize people based on the peppermints or the guy who can um, make um deadly weapons based on the uh, like on the sugar candies he consumes there's a uh, crazy amount of um, food related abilities that um layman cooks up and the series um it's like it's for the most part is a great um fun imaginative romp it's like as um it's like it's like as um it's like as layman um like slowly develops this mystery of you know what is behind the uh like the bird flu and also just you know what how are how is tony going to stop the um it's like the vampire a another psychopathic um character who can who also has the ability to also have, because like Tony, he like, he's had a more pronounced ability to um, absorb a bit abilities from the uh, like impressions he gets. So, and he's been collecting abilities for a very long time. And among them, like, and also there's um, Poyo, the, um, the uh, luchador, the cyborg luchador chicken, who is just um, really fucking badass. And he can just like you know take out any mission that's that's given to him, whether it's um, you know like finding finding out just like you know why um animals are raining down by the uh, like on like on the British countryside, um like what's going on when he's sent into a, a parallel dimension to it's like to fight like to fight a um fan, fight a fantasy villain, or when he's killed and winds up um taking over hell because you know he's really that fucking badass. The series. Is completely ridiculous, but also, um, but it's but the sheer amount of imagination that um, Layman and um, Guillory, who who evolves from like a um, very from a very um, capable um, comic artist to very uh, to impressively gifted one, it's like as series series goes on. I mean, going back in the series, it's like yeah, it's like like um, Guillory gets the uh, like the basic. Um, irreverence and um it's like a weirdness that the series needs to start but as it goes on it's like and this weird layman starts asking weirder and stranger things of him he rises to the occasion and he delivers admirably it's like it's like just in pretty much every issue it's like it's fantastic work it's like and um i can't wait to see what he does next may hopefully be another series with with layman but if he also wants to do his own do his own thing like say he did a he did a great um short story with Thor about how um, he tried to um, engage Loki in a drinking contest and things ended badly for the Lord of Lies. And that that worked out really well. But um, but yeah, Guillory is a fantastic talent. He's very much, very much look forward to doing look, checking out whatever he does next. Um, with Layman, um, here's the thing. Um, at, the thing about the series, the main issue I have with it is that at at certain points, um, Tony is also very much a shit magnet in the sense that you know it's like he'll just wind up absorbing like the, like the worst, like like bad things happen to him because you know he just attracts that thing. Whether it's just you know his asshole boss, 
whether um, it's it's people who um, it's like who just want to like um, shit all over him, it's like or just want to beat the crap out of him, or um, like the in the series lowest point when he's forced by um, Amelia's um, sports editor um, boyfriend to eat the um, bodies of of um, dead dead baseball players in order to find out their um, sex secrets. It's like you know, it's like it's just kind of like, you know. No, it's like I don't want to um, find out about see um, Tony like just you know eat shit um, figuratively. Thankfully, um, for for most of the series, but around the half after the halfway point, like starting with Volume Seven, things do um, turn around for a bit. Like you know, yeah, bad things still happen to Tony, but um, but at the same time though, he also gets starts getting a lot of wins as well, especially when he um, when he finally beats the vampire. That's a great, um, gratifying moment, especially when you figure out just you know exactly how he had to do it as well. And also, um, in rereading the series, I'm really impressed with how how much um, long term plotting went um, Layman put into the series. Like when you're taught when there's a lot of um, talk early on about how some characters are talking about you know hey we know what's really going on here, and then you get to the series at the end of the series. You find out just you know what exactly happened, and then you go into going, hey, oh, I know what's what he's really talking about there. It makes perfect sense. So that's that's great, especially since when I first read the uh, final volume, on um, volume twelve, sour grapes, I was really kind of kind of disappointed by it because it did kind of bring the whole shit magnet aspect of Tony um, to the um, to the fore again. But um, rereading it, you know, it's like I I can appreciate how how everything um, came together. Just you know why the the whole reason why the uh, um it's like the the whole um, conspiracy about the bird flu went in was done in the first place, and it was actually done with the best of intentions, honestly, because it because when um, alien writing. Um, pops up over your planet that says um, chicken is doom um, happens and, you, know, you gotta do something about that and it's also nice to know that you know, hey, when the uh, crazy um, religious acts um, cultists in the series turn out to actually have a point when, hey, it turns out that yeah, the reason that, that they, instead of just being like crazy um, psycho cultists they've actually got a very good reason for why they believe these things, um, that's really clever too. The uh, the issues it, I have with the final volume is that you know it's like Tony is shown to be the kind of guy who will do the right thing regardless of the cost, and then do the necessary paperwork as well because he's lawful good to a fault. But in the end, now that that adherence costs him just about everything. And when you get to that final image, I can understand why he did it, but it's just kind of like, you know, it's like I wanted more. It's like I wanted to know, well, what happens next? It's like, did I mean like I can understand that you know here's a guy who's been fucked with for all the sixty issues that he was in, and um now this is the part where he fucks back, and in the process, he may have gone and kind of gone and fucked over the entire um, human populace as well. Or did he? Or, you know, did in did the people who he stabbed um, understand 
why he did this because you know they they saw, they were able to observe everything that had been going on beforehand. That's that's what I want. That's what I really want to know. It's like much as I enjoyed the series, I was left um, wanting to know just what happens next. I wanted like an issue sixty one where it showed things from the uh, other people's perspective to um show just you know like some acknowledge that they understood you know what had ha- what Tony had done like the happiness and peace of mind that he gave up in order to um save the world to um make sure that their their directive was carried out so so yeah it's like, like I said reading it I mean, initially it's like I was very disappointed rereading the series like again from front to back after reading that final volume it's like things sit better to me and I was able to appreciate like the long-term plotting that um, Leon like brings into the series yeah the series reads good and nice five issue chunks with the uh, way the series issues are collected but um there's a nice there's like um, good long-term stuff that um, that pops up from from reading it all all at once so so really it's like I, I do recommend you. It's like because like there's really nothing quite like it. It's like in comics these days. It's like and like like it was a series that that um its writer its writer and its artists were able to pursue their creative vision, like um from beginning to end without um any major compromises. Whether or not like you know that was necessarily a good thing. Yeah, I I do think it was. Even with the ending that leave that does leave um leaving asking some questions at the end it's like i'd say i'd still say it was worth um worth following all all these years and also worth reading rereading in the end um chew is available in 12 um single volumes there's also um, omnivore editions which um collect um two volumes in one in hardcover as well whether or not um there's going to be some sort of like um, compendium releases where you get say um 30 issues of the series in one compendium and like half of the series in one compendium and half of the series in the other. Well, that has yet to be announced, but, but yeah, two different, but the good kind of different and worth reading. It's like, even if the ending, you know, isn't quite the uh, slam dunk that, that was, that was hoping for after reading like everything up to that point, John, um, any thoughts on uh, your end about all this? Should I say it? Should I say it? Did the ending give you a lot to chew on? Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess the ending... I like the series enough that I was willing, I'm willing to do the legwork to find some way, some way to justify it and, uh, make, and, and, and see how it works. It's like on its own terms. I, I could just say, you know, hey, oh, the ending fucking sucked. But, you know, it's like, as, as interesting as the series had been up to that point, I'm willing to look to, to um, look at it and go, well, how does it work? It's like, you know, it's like, how, like, how do, how does everything fit together? Does it, does it like, um, and how, does it all, does it all fit together? Does it, um, make sense? So that's, I said, I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt even though, like I said, it wasn't everything that I was hoping. Okay. Well, like you said, it's worth reading. So, um, yes. So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You have your recommendation. And do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? Well, it's like, 
if I don't review um, the final volume of Profit um, next time, I may wind up doing something, say, uh, Logan-related, um, but considering when the next podcast will go up. Logan-related. You know, everyone, Logan's coming out. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Um, we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. Laters.